Hello, my name is Wyatt Fairman. I am the host of the In All Fairness podcast, and before we begin today, I would like for you to know that this is a faith-based podcast. The goal of this podcast is to help grow the faith of its listeners as well as my own as I conduct research for these lessons that you'll hear on the podcast. There will be stories that are shared that are meant to have spiritual applications, and I pray that you'll take those stories as spiritual applications or life lessons and help to become a better person and a better Christian. Please enjoy, in all fairness, the podcast of a Christian college student with Wyatt Fairman. There I was driving to Memphis, Tennessee, about an hour and a half away from where I wanted to go. And I, I really didn't want to go, so that's what I say. I wanted to go to Dairy Queen right in the middle of my small town and instead found myself driving an hour and a half out of the way to a big city, which I was never intending on traveling to. And I, I say I had intentions of not going to Memphis, and the truth is I did in some facet or form, but not that day. I had earlier driven to another community about 40 minutes away and 40 minutes back because of some technical difficulties as far as my personal technology goes. And uh, I had to get that fixed, came back, and I was tired. I just wanted my Dairy Queen. I didn't want to have to worry about doing anything today. And, And then I get a text from my dad. Have you gone to Memphis yet? You see, I had plans to go to this concert in Memphis, and one of the only free weekends to do that and practice driving to Memphis was that very day. So I packed up, I I brought a friend, and we drove off to Memphis, and as we're driving along the highway, we see this red truck. Now, this truck is driving about five Five miles an hour below the 45 mile an hour speed limit. And we had just gotten done driving 65 for about 10 minutes. So we were going a bit fast. and There didn't seem to be any uh, speed traps or anything along the way. So we caught up to that truck and kind of paralleled it for a little bit. I'm driving and I look into his window and I, I see he's looking at me. I start speeding up. So does he. And we keep going back and forth. And before you know it, we're both driving 60 right next to each other. In the world's weirdest game of speed chicken, where neither one of us went past 65 miles an hour, we ended up learning that we never really sped. Uh, On the way back, as we were speeding up, the highway was incrementally improving its speed limit and increasing it again up to 65 miles an hour. So we were in a race, but we never really broke any laws while doing it. It was just coincidence. You could tell this person was a little bit uncomfortable with how fast they were going. So they, they slowed down, and we ended up winning that so-called race. About 15 minutes later, we think the red truck is way behind us, and we look, and there in front of us is the red truck. 
how can this be? Because we were driving about the speed limit, maybe up to three miles an hour over. I had my cruise control on, if that says anything. But we were consistent, and I don't remember being passed. Well, it was the same model truck. Looked the same color, no real stark contrast, but it was a different driver. So we thought, well, we got that one red truck to quote-unquote race us earlier. What if we can get two? So we start speeding up. They start speeding up as well. And now we are speeding. We're going about 70 to 75. And I eventually just had enough. I, I kicked it up and went to 80 and just passed them. Even cut in front of them to let them know that the race was over. And then I slowed down. Well, they didn't like that I cut in front of them. And when I say that, I didn't cut them off. There was enough space, plenty of space, for me to move over in the lane. Just so they knew that, hey, you lost. And while we're having fun, know that I'm a safe driver. And if it were more reckless conditions, I wouldn't have been so reckless. But, uh... That was a fairly safe race, you could say. Until it wasn't. The uh, red truck, still angry and flustered, starts speeding up behind us, then tries to pass us. Does so successfully. Gets in front of us. We took the challenge. We took the bait. We sped up. We got up close to him. And finally, before you know it, we're both close to 80 on the highway. Sometimes you just got to take a loss. You know, I, I didn't want to go any faster than I was, so I, I slowed down. He kept going. About, I'd say 15 minutes later along that highway, we'd now been driving for about 40, 45 minutes-ish. We see a red truck stopped up on top of a hill. Next to it, state trooper. He gotten pulled over. I had since slowed back down, and I didn't dare to creep back up. I'm normally a very safe driver. I was honestly a little bit out of my comfort zone with racing those red trucks. I guess it was just a spur-of-the-moment thing, and... When I knew my limits, I slowed down. But that could have been me. He's having to pay a price for something that he did. I slowed down. I took a more cautious approach. You see, sometimes in the race of life, People get punished. People get hurt. People get a little bit too reckless. And sometimes people start down that path and then maybe uh, knowledge or anxiety gets to them and they slow down as well. But the point is we all take different paths. But in this situation... It could have been me that was pulled over. 
What if I liked the high-speed chase? What if I liked going 80 in a 65? What if I liked this two-lane and just hung out in the middle between the two lanes because no one was near me? What if I didn't need to turn on my turn signal before I changed the lane or stop at a stop sign if no one was coming? Even red lights are more of a suggestion. And you see, sometimes the lines become so blurry that we can't see a line at all. And I start to wonder to myself down this spiral, if I had kept racing, if I kept trying to prove myself to these red trucks that pass by, what's that going to say about me? Am I really any better than they are? If anything, I influenced their negative behavior. If anything, I'm the cause of that ticket. Maybe that's a stretch. We have coworkers, family members, maybe you're a student, you have a classmate. We have people that look up to us, at least somebody. People that are watching us, people that are learning from us. And I don't share this story so you go 80 and a 65 and possibly have led to someone else getting pulled over. I tell you this story because when we treat life like a competition, we're not going to win. If we start to think we're better than society, if we start to think that we're at a higher level of maybe intellect, when we get that idea of nothing's going to happen to me, well, you're right. Nothing will happen to you until it does. I'm not going to wreck. I'm not going to get pulled over. Well, I'm 18 years old and both of those things have happened to me. Well, I'm not going to speed. I'll just be safe. Well, I told myself the same thing. Was was there really any harm in what happened now? Not not for me at least. That person probably had to pay a fine, but I'm good, right? Nothing for me to worry about. Well, here I am venting my frustrations on a podcast. There's a funny moment. And I say funny because it's more urgent than funny. But we can tell that John is a little bit creative in his writing. In the book of John, when Mary has come back and said, Hey, the tomb is empty. Peter and John take off and they run to the tomb. And very specifically, we see that John says he beat Peter there. There's a little bit of competition. But that wasn't the important thing. It was important to get there as fast as one could, of course, to see if our Lord and Savior really was missing from his tomb. But... That little extra added detail 
that unnecessary competition. Was it a mistake? No. It wasn't a mistake because John didn't focus on it. It was just a little detail to the side. But when we allow ourselves to be engulfed by this constant drive to be better than everyone, life will find a way to humble us. It's not that John is this sinner for adding that detail in the Bible. He's not because he didn't let that consume him. And you've heard it said that, you know, even one sin is enough to condemn you. I'm not talking about sin generally. I'm talking about what can lead to sin. Competition is good for you. It's good for the soul. Friendly competition. It can help you release some frustrations, but hopefully you do that appropriately and not through anger. It can help you improve your morale or help you learn lessons. That's why sports can be such a good thing. But when it becomes our life, when we focus on our life like it's the only life that matters, you'll find that even things as simple as racing a few trucks can lead to a lot more. Chances are you're listening to this. Maybe you have high self-esteem If you do, I promise you're not as good as you think you are. And if you're listening to this and you have low self-esteem and you need improvement of that, you're probably not as good as you think you are either. But there's a condition applied to both of those because no matter how much esteem you have, what matters is that you're a Christian. Because if you're not a Christian, you're probably not as good as you think you are. And if you are, and you have low self-esteem, well, just know that God could use you in extraordinary ways to not be so hard on yourself. If you have high self-esteem, God can use you too. Wherever you are, wherever you view yourself... Just understand that there's a certain danger to racing trucks on the highway. What seems like fun can lead to a lot more. Don't be fooled. It's not always fun. Thanks for listening to the In All Fairness podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please, if you wouldn't mind giving us a like rating. Thank you so much for listening and have a blessed day.